You have just been invaded by... Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey there guys, it's time for Slopescast. Not only the last Slopescast before Christmas, but the last Slopescast of the year, December 20th, 2022. Uh, Don't be too sad, don't be too sad, because we're going to have a big, big refresh of the podcast uh, moving forward into next year as we go into 2023. Um, Yeah, new intro, because that's uh, well out of date. Uh, (laughs) We're cutting up the topics now. If people are watching over on YouTube and you just want to, if you're interested in just one particular topic, you can actually go and check out just that topic on its own over on YouTube, plus a few other things as well. Um, You're excited, aren't you, Grizzly? I am. I am, because it's almost Crimbus. It's Mm. amazing. I can't wait. Mm. Uh, What have you you been asking for? Uh, I've been asking for not very much. I'm just really looking forward to the idea of having first Christmas with my uh, newborn daughter. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. What what have you got her? Um, So because she's only five months old uh, and she's not really going to take in the whole Christmas thing. We've got the tree up. We've got like presents under there, like from from other people. But, you know, mostly we're just going to put some money in the bank. Just let it kind of build, you know. Oh, being go. sensible. Yeah. Um, but the idea is, is that we've created this little like treasure basket. And the idea is, is that you put put in like various things, whether it be shiny, whether it be fluffy or, you know, just like everyday objects that you you like interact with, you know, and take for granted. We're just putting it all in this basket. And this was actually recommended to us. It's not just being cheapskates or anything. I was like going to say, what, what like you were talking about rubber gloves and... <laughs> yes, exactly. Stuff like that. Um, you know, tin, scrunches. You know, tin foil. You know that, that space blanket foil you get? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. You so see it that, a lot in, um, in, in, in kids' books. They have, like, different pages that are like that. Yeah, I remember exactly. having all those, yeah. Exactly. So the idea is, is that you kind of just, like, when she's sitting up on her own, she can open the basket and just reach in, have a feel, go, oh, what's this? And then, you know, it's the same kind Sen- of reaction. Sensory you, books, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the same kind of stuff. reaction you get with either the box or the toy that you spend like 30 quid on. So right. 40 quid, build a couple of those and just give her something that she can just sit and, you know, play with and just have some fun sensory wise. Uh, and we've got a couple of little things, of course. We're not going to let it go without things like uh, <laughs> a couple of, couple of books. She's loving her stories at the moment. She loves Zoom to the Moon space space baby book oh this um, is ridiculous this is a retro gaming podcast and i know exactly what you're talking about we're going into full-on dad mode here yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I know this. but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it's good it's uh it's, it's, it's a quality time it's an exciting time it is um, it is thank you for stopping me <laughs> <laughs> no no it's all good it's all good like i say i i uh 
I remember when we did it all for ours as well. So, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, but dad's that, that cast. Just seems it's turned into dad's cast. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like the sensible way to do it, I think. No, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let, let's do that. And then you then you can save up for whenever they bring out the PlayStation 6 or whatever. Exactly. Because, That's what it's all about, isn't it? Well, to be fair, she won't have to wait till Christmas for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's get into the topics, because this is actually a video game podcast, not dad's cast. As, uh, so as Andy it is. Says. Go for so it, it is. So uh, this week we're going to be talking about. And by the way, this is the last episode of the year. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about Street Fighter themed trainers, potentially something that you can stick under your tree. Um, Lost Duke Nukem sequel build being leaked from the same guys who leaked Duke Nukem Forever 2001 e3 build um we're going to talk a bit about sonic prime whether we think it's any good we did say we'd follow up on this one and we have kept that promise um big one that landed on our laps yesterday atari cancelling manufacturing for the vcs which and the token uh, and a few other things if i'm not mistaken exactly yeah it's just like wow that's just like hidden in a report somewhere um then we're also going to talk about Wii Remote now being made usable on the Sega Dreamcast for those classic light gun games. And Jam.gg's Packer console has also been cancelled. Hooray! It's the cancelled console podcast. Yeah, yeah. And there's Sonic in there, so I've got my Sega topic of the week. Exactly. That is That's a jingle kind of... I want to bring back. I'll bring back Start. From That's been kind year. of squeezing one out, yeah. Yeah, it's been too long. I've been talking about this for a long time. I'm going to have a Sega topic of the week, or maybe a Sega topic of the week. Uh, it's the Sega of some sort. topic of the week. Please yeah. write in and complain if from next year that is not a thing. Uh, that's going to force me to do it. It's going to force don't, me to do it. Don't encourage them. Don't encourage no, them. No, no, please do. Send... <laughs> <laughs> send in your complaints directly to me not to grizzly he does enough uh but it's time for me to actually pull my finger out and make sure that that jingle happens happens it needs to i need to uh, it, it needs to happen I, I i'm always after my sega topic of the week and this week we've got <laughs> it kind of with sonic prime um and oh and, and the dreamcast stuff as well actually there you are you got two 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 for the price of one uh which is what you always get when you buy trainers Hey, hey, I, see, I, I did, I did, I do what see what you did there. <laughs> that was clever, that was. Um, <laughs> I love Reebok trainers. Um, I'm, I'm a, a, a kid of the 80s and I've never really grown up, hence why I've got, a, a, I'm in my nearly 40s as of next year, I'll be 40. Uh, and I'm still talking about retro video games uh on, on and i've turned it into my job yeah i've never grown up and i love reebok trainers because it reminds me of the 80s um in fact one of my favorite pairs of trainers uh was these tetris trainers that i ended up picking up from this uh uh cheap outlet place that we have here um fairly close to where i live they they strike me as being somewhat uncomfortable on paper no, no, no. Well, okay, they, they weren't the shape of Tetris shapes. They were, they were proper, proper trainers. Uh, but they, they were that, that proper eighties. I'll, I'll find, I'll find a picture of it while, whilst we look at these. But anyway, yeah, Street Fighter trainer uh, are now coming. What is your opinion on this, Grizzly? They are shoes, and they are what 
uh, have Street Fighter logos on them. Um, to be honest, I think this seems to be like a bit of an upwards trend. Like street, uh, like these trainer um, collectors are just buying up all of these like video game related things, and uh, all of these brands seem to be going in. So you've seen it with like Puma, like Sonic Puma shoes to coincide mm-hmm. with the movie. Um, you've had, of course, you've got the Tetris trainers that you mentioned. I've even seen Rubik's Cube ones. Yeah, um, they did the, like the, the, the Sonic ones as well. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing a lot of this. There was Mario Vans, wasn't there? Simpsons like they were Puma Tetris trainers, not not. Um, there you are. Not yeah, Reebok. like Puma, like it's one of the first brands to get on with the 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 gaming thing. Like I noticed anyway. Um, but yeah, they're just like colorways that what match games, <laughs> essentially. They're not too expensive either. Oh wow, you can get your oh notify me. Never yeah, mind. they've run out. I was about to say if they're thirty six quid, I'll buy another pair. I really liked them. Anyway, yeah, yeah Reebok trainers are coming. Um, I mean, hey, it's a cool thing that you got these Street Fighter Reebok trainers um, because people love Street Fighter and people like myself love Reebok. I. I don't know how much. I mean, I think it's just down to personal taste. I don't like fake um, uh, when something it, it, it looks dirty uh, on purpose, and that's what they're yeah. going for with these. Like um, a dressed look, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is literally. I think the biggest problem I have with them is the fact that you can't really tell what they're supposed to be. If like you, you know, the Chun Li ones look good. I, I, I think those look kind of cool, you know, because um, they actually look like you know, elements of the character. I can't tell you what character the red and blue ones are supposed to be for. Like, is that supposed to be like Dal Sim's yoga, fu- yoga flame or something? Is yeah, that that's the thing. You're going to be looking at it. Yeah, you're going to mm. be looking at it like, oh, there's a Street Fighter logo. I know what these are now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I think I think the whole idea of licensing the, these brands out into different things is kind of cool. I mean, Sonic's been doing it for years. I'd be a liar if I said I haven't spent some money on them. Oh, but did you buy the Sonic spent. trainers? Did you? I I didn't. I I tried some. <laughs> um, right. I didn't buy. I didn't keep them though because the Puma sizing is ridiculous, and I've got okay. like clown clown feet. So, okay. um, <laughs> um, yeah, these these kind of look neat. I think they look neat in an understated way. Like the they're not in your face like shouting Street Fighter, um, but at the same time, I kind of want yeah. Them you, to... you still want them to to get to a point where they're they're instantly recognisable, and I, I I don't think they are really. Yeah, yeah. They, I, they well, just... I don't, and I don't like this like purposely making them look like they're tattered and uh, a bit dirty and a bit grubby. I, I again, it's a personal preference thing. They're not for me. Yeah, just just give it a couple of weeks in England, you know. Yeah, uh, just, they'll just look grubby by default. <laughs> Won't they just? Won't they just? Uh, yeah. that, exactly like when my 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 Puma Tetris trainers. I got really angry when they uh, they got dirty. Uh, there we yeah. go. So, people in the comments, <clears throat> let us know which of these trainers you would like. Like, just shout out a character. Just just tell us a character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it it when they did the Sonic ones. Um, they should just be Sonic shoes, surely, shouldn't they? Like the big red ones. They should, and they 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 did like a, a competition. Like they on, only ever do six pairs of the actual Sonic shoes things. Um, why? Just make the Sonic shoe like everyone knows and loves. Hell, make a special edition which are soaps, you know. But 
don't don't just be withholding those from fans people have been asking for those for years okay you can get them on aliexpress <laughs> can you let's have a look at those things uh i mean the the preview i saw looked better than when i clicked them i don't see no buckle do you i mean that's there they, there you go there you go that's 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 get that's getting closer made from the freshest turpentine and that their puma as well oh wow. here we are we've even actually <laughs> got a little video oh those are the actual puma shoes yeah these are the ones that they did for the competition the, the ones that they had, it, had in the movie yeah okay yeah so yeah expect those to look pretty good but again uh, like uh, again, it's one of those things that, again, I, I think it's quite cool that they exist. I wouldn't buy them. <laughs> I don't think they would look good on me. <laughs> you kind of do it just for the memes, right? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, but also, no, like, I'm not willing to put that money down for the for a joke. Uh, uh, back to the future trainers, on the other hand, I, I'd put some money down yes. on those. Have you seen the bug stompers that they did for Alien? Uh, or oh, Aliens? Yes, I do remember seeing those. Those I, were and- cool. There's a whole like you know sub subcategory of those. They even did like the Ghostbusters ones in those bug stompers, which was a weird choice. But yeah, that was kind Only of only a hundred and nine dollars on eBay mm. uh, pounds on eBay. Oh, which those, is... those are oh those are not the not the colours. Um, you want the Ripley's ones, yeah. uh, the red whites. But those are cool. I do like them. Those are based on the Colonial Marines footwear. Yeah. There you go. That's a thing. Right. Uh, that's enough of that, trainers. Um, most of the time, I just buy trainers that look good as opposed to... I'm now deleting, to- uh, removing topics. As opposed to ones that uh, have have some kind of branding that looks like it might be related to video games if you get really close and see the logo. Um, yeah. yeah. It's why I went for the Tetris ones, because I like the design of them, as opposed to actually the fact that they have Tetris. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I suppose Space Invaders could be done quite easy in Pac-Man. Pac-Man, th- th- there's no way Pac-Man trainers don't already exist. That that, that oh, has to totally. That if they has can to put, already exist. If they can put that round boy on a lunchbox, they can put them on a trainer. There we go, Pac-Man trainers. Uh, I don't know if they're official. Uh, Etsy, uh, Pac-Man clothing. Yeah, I mean that's got to exist. Messy t-shirts. Regardless, yeah, I'm sure it exists. I'm sure it exists. Right, I am all over the place now with all of my tabs and it's all broken let's move on to the next topic which is um build of cancelled duke nukem game endangered speak species has been leaked online um yeah. uh okay i mean it doesn't look <laughs> incredible does it let's be honest <laughs> no but it is lost media so i'm all for yeah. it um yeah yeah, yeah it, for sure it's it's one of those ones right it's duke nukem um recognizable enough character that artwork is hideous um, especially the gibbon. I, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's hideous, but almost so hideous that it's actually quite good. You know? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's definitely classic Duke. Yeah. Um, this actually, this game though, actually came out. It was like a completely different game called Vivisector. That's um, right. And uh, what's it? What's the subtitle called? Vivisector Beast Within. And they didn't change an awful lot. So, I've, I again, I find it quite cool. Like, this has just been found um, and just been leaked as a build. Again, you can't really do an awful lot in the game. Um, but, yeah, again, it's one of those things that's just lo- been lost to the years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's just a cool thing that it exists um, or didn't exist, and now we know it did. Uh, yeah. And... God, they, they they did sure did like putting Duke Nukem's face on stuff, didn't they? 
Like, they did. Like that was like the stage when the consoles came out. They kind of wanted to do what they could to make it playable, or you know, have a Duke Nukem game for consoles. That's why they came out with stuff like the Manhattan Project and mm-hmm. Time to Kill, and you know, when everything was going Tomb Raider, they made that third person, you know, the Land of the Babes, or is Time to Kill and Land of the Babes the same game? I get the impression they are because they're both third person shooters. Um, come out relatively around the same time. Um, yeah, G. Nukem was huge back then, and uh, it's totally a series that just wouldn't like fly nowadays. I mean, you saw that, you know, the latter end of that uh, with Duke Nukem Forever when that game came out. Kind of people just kind of rolled their eyes and go, "Oh my god, this is just uh, how is this uh, not." how has this been allowed to come out after 25 years you know yeah and i I remember seeing previews of it and and it was it's such a nerdy thing but i I remember seeing previews of it and when i saw previews of it i was just like because obviously you didn't know how good or bad it was at that time but like i remember seeing it and just like oh my god we're gonna finally get to play this game what a time to be alive. Like, you know, something monumental has just happened in the world that we're actually finally getting to look uh, and see what Duke Nukem uh, Forever was all about. And obviously we played it and it was incredibly... I mean, I didn't think it was as bad as everyone made it out. It was just an incredibly average game. That's as good as I can give it. It wasn't bad. It just it had all the hype in the world around it. And, you know, so rightly it should have all the hype around it because it was hyped for so bloody long and constantly delayed and then the end result was like oh i mean it's yeah. okay um but i mean yeah this looks like well it doesn't look what, good what's this i've just seen this comment phantom fury um this is abdullah on twitch has sent through a comment and it says phantom fury is secretly duke nukem forever from the e3 2001 trailer what's phantom fury don't know should we do so, a little search so top comment says Gearbox has the rights to the 2001 build but refuses to finish it for years. 3D Realms, fine, I'll do it myself. Oh, right, so is this a new game? And they've essentially released the 2001 Duke Nukem trailer, like the actual game. This is interesting. Yeah, I think we're a little bit behind on the news on this one. This looks like a three months ago thing. Phantom Fury is secretly Duke Nukem Forever from the E3 2001 trailer. Oh, wow. That's cool. Uh, I'll, I'll be playing that for sure. <laughs> yeah like if that's actually the case because the um 2001 duke nukem trailer if anybody remembers we did a topic about it not too mm. long ago the game looked amazing like before before like gearbox got got involved and the various like restarts on the game um you know they they had this like clip from 2001 and it basically had terminators cthulhu monsters and it looked like a semi-serious but also really fun duke nukem game Mm-hmm. And if Phantom Fury is that game, I'm all for it. I, I want to play that game, even though it like looks like it's from 2001. You know? Yeah. There you go. Hey, uh, there was another Duke Nukem game in development, and I'm sure there's more that we don't know about. Yeah, I just want to know how these guys are just leaking all of this old Duke Nukem stuff because these are the it, same guys. It is cool. It is cool. Yeah. Mate, I I get the impression that 3D Realms office is just like leakier than a bag of chips <laughs> at the stage, but you know I'm all for it. Yeah, oh, yeah it's cool. Like you say, it, it is cool. It is cool. Uh, I've got a lot of trainer tabs open. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm at. Okay, uh, no, that's get Sonic the Hedgehog closed. still. Uh, Sonic Prime. 
Yes. So I, I, I've been a little bit naughty. Um, look, hey, I've watched some of it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I, I do quite like it. I think it's quite cool. I'm 42 minutes for the first episode. I wasn't expecting that. No, I wasn't. That's was, uh that was a bit of a I wasn't sure about this. I was thinking 42 minutes, either this is going to be incredibly epic or this is going to be one of those things that just kind of crashes and burns. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. hey, it, it's quite cool. I've always been a bit more of a fan of the uh Sonic cartoons uh, and 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 shows that are I know, I know everyone hated on Boom, but things like Boom and the, uh, the the original show where it's just like one-off episode and then the next episode, can, it doesn't matter that you've missed one. You know what I mean? It's not a storyline-driven show. Um, yeah. And this is obviously very much a storyline-driven show. Uh, so, I mean, instantly out of the gate, I, I, I prefer the other style of, uh, of Sonic cartoon. But it looks lovely. Um, what I will say is really cool about it is that they, they've actually blended together so many different elements from so many different styles and, and, and eras of Sonic. Uh, and they've done it well enough where it would actually fit in quite nicely. Uh, you've got characters here from, I think it was potentially the Sonic Boom generation, like the enemies, but you've also got enemies from the classic Sonic games. Dr. Eggman looks and, and acts fantastically yeah, um, but you've also got the what's her name, Rogue, Rogue, whatever the 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 dominatrix bat chick woman, um, <laughs> and and you've also got the you know the, the the emo shadow characters, people like that that I'm not really I don't really care too much about, but they're all in there and they all work together. Um, I want it to be more like you see you do see it in the first episode um, where it's a lot more bright and proper Green Hill Zone. Everything seems to be shot at night. You know what I mean? Everything's got that sort of dark, uh, sort of purpley uh, color scheme to it in the background. It all it, everything looks like it's being sh uh, recorded at night. I I, I don't know. Yeah. If that if anyone else is getting that vibe, um, I'm not a hundred percent. There's a lot of motion, but there's a lot of motion blur going on. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I'm... serious um, Spider Verse vibes. Uh, the way like it's being animated. Um, yeah, there's no way they didn't look at that film for reference. Absolutely no way. Um, but yeah, hey, I, I, mean, I thought it was pretty good. What gets me about this is, uh, you know, other than you know Sonic Boom looking like the characters from the Sonic Boom game, which nobody likes or remembers or cares to remember about <laughs> the character. You know, I like Sonic I character. like Sonic Boom the show though. I thought Sonic Boom the show was quite good. Yeah, Sonic Boom the show was fantastic. It was very referential. I, I I appreciate that kind of humor, and they do kind of do that in this. So I've seen all of the episodes that are up currently now. That's nuts. Um, I've only I, watched one. Uh, apologies, Slopes cast viewers. Grizzly's done the homework, <laughs> and I haven't. Yeah, so I, I kind of sat there with my daughter, and uh, I was like, "Oh, hey, look, it's a Sonic cartoon. You should watch it." And then I just ended up watching it. <laughs> um, and I was I, I was having a great time, like just generally. It was it was a really well made like cartoon that had like some serious thought behind it, some mm. good characterization. I like the fact that Sonic is an absolute doofus, like throughout most of it, he's just like a hot headed like idiot. And uh, like everyone's like kind of rolling their eyes at him and you know, that's that's kind of how I picture Sonic, you know, from the classic games. So and they they capture the aesthetic, the look, the feel of the classic games, but also put it into that kind of modern sensibility. If you are a fan of Sonic Colours and you liked that kind of humorous, you know, edge to Sonic, but with that kind of like serious overtones, so you know, you know, semi serious at Sonic, um, then I think you'll get on really well with the show. 
and that might rub people up the wrong way at the same time bear in mind we're talking to the sonic fan base here nobody's yeah. happy um but oh, i yeah, yeah. i really enjoyed it because it's it's very clearly for kids it's fun um and it's it you know expands on sonic as a character the characters that are in there i don't understand why Ro- rouge is part of the core friendship group now but hey at least they didn't introduce a new sidekick character which immediately puts people off um so that's Where's cream the rabbit best name for a character ever <laughs> cream the rabbit I, I still I, I still love that they had a character called Cream the Rabbit. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, if anyone remembers the days of UK resistance, then they'll know that the uh, they'll know the article about Cream the Rabbit. And yeah, <laughs> that that was that was uh, that was an article. But yeah, the the the, the show is good. The show is really good, and just give it a try. Just recognise that it's for kids. It's not for your thirty five year old brain. Um, to really like plumb the depths of law or or anything like that it's very yeah. show for kids it tackles things like you know knuckles as a pirate and what have you and that's yeah, that, that's a, I, I don't think i've got the time to watch it um yeah like i say i i, I I'm, I'm just not a story driven uh guy when it comes to this sort of stuff i'd much rather watch something like the cuphead show uh even though i much prefer like the sonic games like the classic sonic games of course uh yeah. to cuphead I, I love cuphead as well but i i just prefer the slapsticky sort of like every episode is just its own thing um uh, style of doing things hey yeah, yeah you know it's cool in that first episode i'm watching it i'm like this is weird this is like half-life meets sonic like the way it was going when he was going into a different world and all that sort of stuff and uh it was getting chased upon I, I, yeah it's all right there's I mean, uh, it looks lovely though it does look lovely yeah and there's um I'm trying not to spoil anything, but there are callbacks um, to. I have like, seen them, and they look games. freaking awesome. That, they yeah. are by far the best part because I never thought I would hear like the Hidden Palace like zone music in one of the Sonic cartoons or movies or anything like that. Yeah. Like legit, it's in there, and that's cool. Yeah, so so cool. So there's something for me, you know. In this I'm, I'm glad I've got a son because I'm going to sit through this and watch it with him. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, it, 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 they they do a good job of putting something in there for everyone. You know, like you say, you've got those classic callbacks, but you've also got the newer characters and stuff in there that, that relate all the way up to Sonic Boom. So I think they they really have done a pretty damn good job of um, uh, relating it to everyone. Uh, it's yeah. just it's just my personal preference. I, you know, I, I prefer the, the, the funnier comedic Sonic Boom type cartoons and oh, stuff exactly. like that compared to to the, to the story driven stuff like this. But still, good job. And when when people do get round to watching this, because I am the only person on this poll that has said yes, I've watched Prime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. When, <laughs> when when people do get round to watching it, um, I think you'll understand some of the choices that Sega have made regarding sonic recently things in particular i'm talking about the sonic origins collection because there were things like the new cutscenes um that were added and they are heavily referenced in the show it leads me to believe that you know the sonic lawmaster position we were talking about a couple of weeks ago right where they were talking about you know integrating all of the sonic stories into one like congruous thing i feel like this show does a lot to achieve that there you go it does so won't go into too much detail but if you watch it i think you'll understand just okay. keep an eye out for it fair enough fair enough it's a thing it's a thing totally. um yeah not bad not bad not bad um 
I'm, I'm glad they're doing more with Sonic. I, I, the, the name is still bloody stupid. Sonic Prime. Like, they, they and it's on Netflix. It. Like, what? Wasn't it called Sonic Shattered Dimensions at one point, which is actually and, the premise of the show? Yeah, and that's a better name as 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 chuck it in a blender and see what comes out as that is Sonic Shattered Dimension. I mean, yeah, like I say, it does it does technically relate. Sonic Prime, Ugh, yuck. No thanks. No thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, and no thanks to uh, <laughs> the Atari VCS. Uh, that, that was a terrible transition. Look, it was. It, it, was. Weren't, it, weren't, it weren't the best. I, I promise I'll try harder next time. Uh, by the way, if anyone's able to put those same polls up on over on YouTube, uh, please feel free. I know a few people are asking over there where the polls are. But yes, the Atari VCS um, has stopped console manufacturing. Um, I know you've looked into this in a bit more detail in regards to the financials yes. of the company. Um, yeah, go on. You go ahead with that. Yeah, so the VCS... Um, so maybe don't see it necessarily as a full-on cancellation they what they've mm. done in their recent earnings report is that they've stated that the money hasn't been coming in um to put it into like brass tacks um hardware revenues composed of the vcs and cartridge sales decreased from 2.3 million euros to let's just have a guess yeah how much do you think it went down to i know Dan, you can read my Word document. I, I've seen it already. I've seen yeah. it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero, yeah. zero point two million euro. That is a, a <laughs> two point one million euro drop. Ouch. Yeah, so, from two point three as well. Like two point one million drop might not be a big deal for a massive company, but from two point three being your starting ground down yeah. two point one uh, to zero point uh, zero point two uh, is. Uh, a little bit more than a dramatic drop and it's obviously only going to continue moving forward it's because most people that got the vcs just like oh well okay that's this uh and like me i've, I've actually had one sent to me um uh from a from a viewer of the show which uh, I'm, I'm planning to do a video on monday i did a live stream of it and i've never opened it out of the box since yeah. however i have opened the uh the, the controller and the controller I still stand by is a bloody good controller for a very specific type of game, obviously. Um, but when it comes down to classic Atari controllers, it feels and plays beautifully. It's actually it actually doubles up as a spinner as well, so you can spin the uh, the, the 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 joystick um, of it around into a spinner. Uh, yeah. It's really really good, and it's it's quite crazy for me to be in a mindset right now where I'm actually thinking positively uh, about Atari because they've been doing some good things. Um, very lately um so it's quite crazy to hear uh of this because obviously you had the atari 50 stuff you had that um Aka -Ah game that was uh yeah. <laughs> previously uh, uh teased and um yeah now that all of a sudden they're, they're they're stopping the atari token they're stopping uh the vcs have, have we heard any more on the, the the hotel stuff uh nothing on the hotel um so i'm looking at the financial report as we speak <laughs> yeah the token, uh, the blockchain in specific, um, they have seen a revenue increase of a 101%. Ooh, that's nice. Um, but they have suspended their Atari token. So they're getting in that primarily through NFTs, which, or, as we all know, 
horror scam. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm just going through the highlights of the period because I do find this kind of stuff really interesting. So, um, games. They've said Atari continued on the execution of its strategy to focusing on premium games based on the Atari's own IP. Since the beginning of the period, Atari launched three new premium games, including the Recharge st- series, uh, the 50, Atari 50, and uh, they're also going to be doing things like Aka R, which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And that is a good thing. And they've actually seen a 10% revenue increase. Everyone give a little little clap. Uh, yeah. Hardware. So this is where things get really interesting, I think. So this is the main topic. Um, the first half of the year was primarily dedicated to the reorganization of the hardware line of business, which includes the suspension of direct hardware manufacturing relationships, notably with regards to the Atari VCS, for which a new commercial strategy has been implemented at the end of this year and that will continue in calendar year 2023 and by the way when we talk about um commercial strategies that usually means that they're selling to clear so it's a very nice way of saying we're not giving it up but we're uh you know we've we've got to sell what we've got um Mm -hmm. as opposed to making more in parallel uh atari is considering developing new hardware complementary to the atari vcs with partners under licensing contracts so could this mean that we're going to see a new version of the atari vcs but actually affordable for people who remember the atari you know as like a mini console it's very possible i can see this strategy being more of a thing where they sell atari vcs as a platform um where it gets put into mini consoles it gets you know the, the Atari flashback series, essentially. Yeah. But, um, but maybe better. they sell the controllers separately or as a mm. Raspberry Pi with the Atari logo on it, that kind of thing. Um, which, to be honest, the VCS should have been in the first place. Yeah, you know, absolutely it should have been. Absolutely it should yeah. have been. I, 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 it's one of those things. I don't know if the majority... I, I would say at least half, but I would probably potentially go a lot higher than that. Mm. People don't didn't know what they were buying. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I, I get it. I mean, Atari is, is a legendary name. If Sega pulled the same stunt, I would be all over it just because I'd want a system that had Sega logo pop up when I turned it on. Um, and uh, for me, that would be enough. I mean, obviously, I'd want more for my money. But if, if that's all it ever did, I, hey, I've got a Sega system that lo- loads Sega when I load it up. Like, that would be enough for me. So I, I understand why people would, would, would put into this sort of thing. And um, But at the end of the day... Uh, I don't think a lot of people really knew what they were buying because all they were really buying was a was essentially a cons a, a computer in in a box. And I know you could obviously say the same thing about a PlayStation Five and an Xbox and stuff like that. Um, but it, but this literally was a PC in a box, and it really didn't do a lot more. The the, the main stuff that you would use on this is obviously to watch stuff like Netflix, uh, and obviously Antstream was reportedly quite good on there. Once they updated it to have all of the characters of a keyboard, my old password, I couldn't log in to Antstream because I had a particular uh, character. You know, when obviously you have to do a password, you have to have a character like uh, an explanation mark or a, a, a you know pound symbol or whatever. The, the, the character that was in my password wasn't on the keyboard. So unless I plugged in a real keyboard, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked. I couldn't log in. Um, uh, so, yeah, once they upgraded that, it was a good way to play Antstream. Yeah. 
uh, which well, is a good system. But, all I'm um, going to say is, I hope Soldier, Soldier Boy's okay because, as we all know, he is the owner of Atari. He is. He um, is. Yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> that was so hilarious he, when that happened. He, he gained. Uh, <laughs> he he gained like ownership as as a result of buying a lot of Atari tokens, um, of which they are no longer going to be well selling. So here's the here's the note on that: 259 million Atari token as a consequence of a consequence, not as a result a consequence of Atari chain limited former joint venture termination. Ooh, that's not a good word termination. Atari does not intend to sell the Atari tokens it holds nor to pursue its development in any way. Hooray. Um, Atari does not uh, anticipate any potential revenues that would be generated by these Atari tokens that could impact the consolidated financial statements in the financial statements. Atari token are only valued when they give rise to a sale or an allocation. In other words, we've got a lot of this like bunk, this this strange currency that doesn't technically exist, uh, and it, it is worthless, absolutely mm-hmm. worthless until we decide to sell it, which we're not going to do. Um, <laughs> So yeah, hmm. that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of um, soldier boy shares right there being held, um, not being going anywhere. Oh yeah, Ooh. sorry, soldier boy. Yeah, um, sorry, soldier boy. <laughs> it's so it's, it's it's this it's this kind of action that turns a soldier boy into a soldier man, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. So let's look at how this is going to uh, affect Atari moving forward. They, they, they seem to have a little bit of a shift in, in, in their messaging and what, what they're putting out over the last few months. And then obviously this is a next step. Uh, but it seems like a massive fall off after two incredibly uh, uh, positive releases or at least uh, a, a release and a, and a tease of the Aka R. Um, now, I actually see it as a positive thing. Because yeah. the way I see it is, you know, if, if I always re- reference Sega, so let, let's do it again. Um, when you look at Sega, I don't see them as one company. Obviously, when I look at Sega, my mind instantly goes to the golden days and the classic franchises from when they were a console manufacturer. But um, that's just one part of many, many uh, uh, Sega wheels. Obviously, you've got their arcade division, which is completely different. You've obviously got their even their new age games is completely different. Obviously, you know, with their Yakuza's and their uh, uh, Two Point Hospital games and <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Company of Heroes, um, Total War, all of that sort of stuff. That's that's new Sega, and then you've got classic Sega. Now, Sega are in the... Um, uh, 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 it, they have the possibility to be able to release both of those things and do and do it well. And obviously, you know, they, they farm out their, their most classic beloved franchises with, you know, uh, Streets of Rage and Alex Kidd and whatever else and get good versions of those classic games, new versions of those classic games coming out. And Atari needs to do this they're not in the boat where they can do new games like you know the driver series and stuff like that their newer stuff they need to just focus on their classic games and make new versions of their classic games and get indie developers to release them um yeah there, there's more than a calling for that sort of thing it's like can you imagine like the best version of classic you know uh, atari properties like oh it, it'd just be so good i mean we're already seeing it in the uh in the indie space um so why not have atari do it and 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 have that brand recognition attached as well that's what they need to do moving forward and with yeah i mean aka r is as cool as it looks a bit of an obscure way to start that trend but um it, it's still a step in the right direction and it, that's where they need to continue get get the name back up on its feet release some good quality new versions of classic games um 
we 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 really don't need more flashback collections. I mean, we're going to get them. There's no way we're not going to get them. It's an easy cash grab for them, but totally. we, we don't need more. Um, um, but I yeah, more classic re re redos. And, and don't worry about this produ uh, production of consoles and tokens and love hotels. Just yeah. stick into the, to, to, to your classic grade. What, what people know you for. Yeah. I mean, a couple of questions in the chat was like, is, is there actually like two Ataris like uh, currently? That's what Iquail was saying. Um, in reality, a lot of companies like Sega, Atari, uh, Nintendo or anyone like that. Yeah, there'll be more than one. Is, there's, there's multiple companies within that mm. umbrella of that title. You get your licensing, you get your video game, and then you've got your alternative. So in Sega's case, it would be the amusements division that they recently closed. Mm -hmm. Or in Atari's thing, it will be like the actual like business business side. So the Atari hotel, the coins, and what have you. Yep. Um, yep. So... <laughs> Yeah, you you got to think of it like that. They're just different sections within that same umbrella. And in Atari's case, their licensed licensing division has been killing it. Mm -hmm. They're the, they're the ones who that pull out the flashback collections. They're the ones who license the games to be sold on um, on you know premium packaged like software. They're also the ones who gave Jeff Minter the the go ahead to make things like Aka R or you know the new Yars Revenge or you know exactly. just stuff like that so those are the ones that are really propping up the business by the looks of it you know investments such as the Atari Hotel it has it's, it's not even mentioned here so you can tell that it's not even part of the same like financial financial report it's not considered part of the brand as such this is just what's in-house with them right now mm -hmm. um, and it's the video game division that are working on things like the hardware or, you know, the hardware division, let's call it, um, who have been, you know, suffering recently. Because if you look at the percentages, it is not pretty. You're looking at a 92% drop in hardware sales, and that includes your hardware for the flashback consoles, your cartridges for the Jaguar that they're releasing recently. Um, hopefully they'll see a bit of a boost to those, because I think retro fans will love them. But let's just face it, not many people own a Jaguar <laughs> to begin no, with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you've got um, an you got the Atari VCS, which has tanked. They even state that in this financial report, it was not received well. Um, so yeah, there's that to consider. And then of course, when you talk in Sega, amusement division is a very different ball game. Those are the ones that oh. make the prizes for your arcade machines, um, all the arcade machines themselves. And then you've got your merchandising div division, which is a different company, it operates on a different scale compared to the video game division. They might work in tandem sometimes, like to put toys in limited editions. But yeah, other yeah. than that, that's it. You know, they are different companies working under that one umbrella. It's it's an interesting thing to look into if you ever get chance. And you, co corporate structures are, you know, complicated. <laughs> it, yeah, it, 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 I, I find it fascinating, all the stuff. Mm. um there is a whole world you didn't know existed from like your you know your favorite uh manufacturers so here, here's a new sega game that no one's talking about drone racing genesis love the little genesis they've added on the end there um nice. yeah very nice very nice uh but yeah this is a 3d racing uh drone racing game um bonkers you know what i mean like this this would be such big news but it's yeah. just it's never going to really it's never going to come out of the it's arcades that looks like a Dreamcast game. <laughs> it does. But, I mean, that sounds good to me. Yeah, it's cool. I'm all and for that, that. 
like Namco's got like a whole arcade division that nobody really talks about. They're in the Mario Kart, Mario Kart GP, the Star Wars like pod, um, like Starship games that they do. Yeah, you know they're a completely different ball game compared to the, what you see on console, and you'll never see those games on console because they are a different business. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Absolutely. I've actually played uh, Storm Rider. There's another one we're looking at now. It's a, a bike game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, is this the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Move That's over, pretty... Super... Uh, not Super... Well, my, uh, super Hang On. Yeah. Uh, That's something to take into consider. consider. Namco Triforce, which is comprised of Capcom, Namco, and oh, Nintendo. And, uh, and Nintendo, sorry. Yeah. yeah, all working together. Oh, yeah, Sega was part of that because F-Zero... Yeah, it was. Yeah, because the F-Zero games. Yeah. Mm. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that looks neat. Yeah, it looks quite fun. Looks quite fun. Right. Anyway, um, obviously, I had to turn this Atari topic into a Sega topic because it's what I do. It's what I of do. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to the next topic. Massive shout out once again to the awesome website, Time Extension. Uh, the people yes. over there that, that, that do these stories on, 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 on the retro side of things and that, you know, we're all retro ting on the retro news. Very, very good website. Very good website. Now, um, Light Gun fans rejoice. Hacker gets Wii Remote working on a Sega Dreamcast. Hooray. I think this is really cool. This is very, very cool. Um, it isn't as perfect as you would expect. Because it's some, a Wii uh, Remote. Gameplay yeah. uh, footage here. Um, but it's quite cool. Totally. Cool. I mean, I mean, you had House of the Dead 2 and free on um, on the Wii itself, but they mm -hmm. weren't exactly perfect ports, were they? No. And the Wii remote isn't the most precise thing, uh, as we learned when the Motion Plus accessory came out and people realised that, oh, hang on, we were just waving sticks around for like a, a half a decade, you know? Well, and also um, the sensor bar is the same sensor bar, no matter if you're playing it on a 14-inch screen or a 100-inch screen, you know? Yeah, that same yeah. amount of movement left and right is going to move your cursor all the way over to the left and the right. So it wasn't good for that. I mean, there was ways around that. You could use lights instead of a sensor bar, which is all the sensor bar is, is two lights that you can't see with your, with your naked eye, but the, the Wii Remote itself can pick up. Well, um, you can even use two candles, can't you? Exactly, yeah. Thing. You can just use yeah. two, two things like that. Um, in fact, it, it really messes up with your, <laughs> with your controller if you have a candle around when you're actually playing on your... Yeah, uh, on your uh, remote. Yeah, so what's really cool about this is that the guy, uh, Ben Rives, is the guy who put this together. He's managed to get a rig working up with four LEDs, which essentially just adds two extra points of movement for uh, the Wii remote. So it's a bit more of an accurate sensor. Um, and he's managed to hack it in, so uh, hack it into the Dreamcast using Bluetooth and various other gubbins. I don't know the full details exactly. Um, and he's actually been able to play light gun titles on an LCD screen. So we've seen House of the Dead. I think this is, uh, is this Time Crisis um, working on uh, PS2? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Time Crisis 2. Yeah, he's got on PlayStation 2 as well. Yeah. yeah. So he's using the PC as a middleman uh, between the, the console and the, um, the Wii Remote and TV. And that is essentially programming all of the sensors and reading what's going on the screen, uh, essentially you know remapping a joystick input and yeah. you know it looks pretty almost one-to-one -one, as in like as one-to-one -one as a wii remote can get yeah i i get the impression it's working like my 
motion controlled TV remote that I have. So I've got an, a bit of an older, uh, it's not, it's not 4k, like a 1080, uh, LG TV, and it's got a magic remote. They call it. Now, when you point it at the screen, the cursor comes up. But if I yeah. keep moving all the way around to the point where I'm facing the opposite way, when I just move back a tiny bit, I'm now facing, now pointing towards the middle of the screen again, even if I'm pointing in the complete opposite direction. It yeah. just works at its center point and then moves back a bit. I may be wrong because obviously you've got the um, LEDs on here, but that's the impression I'm getting uh, from this. Um, but it's still a great, uh, step forward because you know th these are the sort of games that are getting lost uh lost the time and they're so good especially oh, the house of the dead games like yeah i mean just the time oh, series alone as well yeah like, yeah that's, that's a whole like gener there's been three or four generations of, of gamers who have never played time crisis and yeah these games like i i think they're essential for any kind of retro gamers journey and you just can't play them uh, unless you use like hacks like the Sindon light gun or the Wii remote in this in this format, but yeah. I like the fact that this is becoming more common knowledge, and you know hobbyists are able to put these things together, and soon you'll have replicable um, rigs that will allow you to do this in your own home. So I'm all for this. I, I just love the fact that they're essentially bringing back a whole genre. We're gonna see the next. We're gonna see this come up again with things like Guitar Hero, like with the Clone Hero, <laughs> like full launch that we just yeah. had. You know, if anyone who plays Clone Hero, yeah, we're eating good. I am upset that there isn't. I, I know that's like the uh, the internet community for Guitar Hero, isn't it? Is that right? But Clone Hero is like. Someone took the PC version of Guitar Hero World Tour, I believe, and they've essentially made it fully custom. So you can put any track you want on there. People are still making like tracks that work with it, and right. they've just they've just added drums. Exactly, uh, Michael Towns. He's saying thing. it's like Step Mania for Guitar Hero, and I, I have a Step Mania machine in my in my game room. Um, yeah, exactly. I am upset though that there isn't a DJ Hero online community it's just yes forget that one. thing forget that thing everyone just seems to forget it i i loved dj hero I, I i mean obviously being a dj but like i was more into that than guitar hero i suppose it's like with a guitar you can really you know you can feel the feel the crowd you can really get into it and obviously with with the later ones you've got the the drum kit and uh you know all the other stuff in the microphone and whatever but i don't know like I, I I was way more into DJ Hero. Why isn't there an online DJ Hero community? That's what I want. I suppose sure it would be the hardest. Be. I suppose that would be the hardest thing to do because you would need custom mixes for like every song. Totally, yeah. It'd be pretty hard. But hey, <laughs> regarding Wiimotes on a Dreamcast, it's a it's a thing, I suppose. Totally. Yeah. More yeah. of this, please. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I've got. Where is it? Have I got it? Uh... Here it is, up, up above me, you can't see it. I've got my Japanese copy of House of the Dead 2 for the Dreamcast in its box with the controller. Um, with the uh, uh, the Dreamcast controller that only had one slot, so you could put a VMU in it, or you could put a Rumble Pack in it, but you can't put both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For all its flaws, I still love the Dreamcast to death. I yeah. really do. I'm seeing some great suggestions here. Like, why don't we use the Doom Eternal music in Vib Ribbon or Dragon Force in Audio Surf? Audio Surf is a great game. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing like Aphex Twin and stuff on that. Like, I remember as soon as I plugged that bad boy in, I was I was chucking up a Square Pusher and all that sort of stuff to try and make it as hard as possible. Um, yeah, there yeah. we go. 
So what what Ped, uh, what PM Ferreira is saying? I almost said his like real name there. Apologies, uh, PM Forever. I don't know if you actually want me to do that or not. Um, is saying, um, Grizz. I guess we need to start getting more arcade ports. They're leaving money on the table. Completely agree. There are so many like they, great light gun games that are just not getting the love because it's just been ignored. Look, they are, and I, I agree. But there is still. Uh, an entry level to get into this it isn't just you know download and play you you know no no consoles are coming with this out of the box so no no you'd have you know, to the, the, you know money's been left on the table but how much did, did did that house of the dead remake do well i think if you had like if they if sind and light gun wanted to go big they should hit up namco and say we want to bring out a standalone time crisis collection include all mm-hmm. the time crisis games on a box and we include the sindon light gun in there and just like arcade one up who's used the sindon light guns for things like terminator 2 or alien free the gun and they should just release like a time crisis machine with all of them on it i think people would buy it because it's just like another mini console concept people remember time crisis they're nostalgic for it and they'll love playing through those games again even if it's just a quick blast through for christmas Stick a hundred and fifty pound price tag on it, and you've got buyers. I think personally, yeah, I mean, you definitely would because every time they do an accessory, uh, uh, you know, PSVR or whatever it may be, it always sells out. Uh, so there would be, you know, there's there's definite calling for it. But um, yeah, and yeah. I'm seeing this Ninja Kitty saying VR replaced light gun games. Also, light gun games had never sold well on consoles. Agreed, usually because there's a hardware association with it, but. Yeah, that, that, that's up, what i'm getting at ninja kitty yeah 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 so vr i would say yes it has replaced light gun games you know people want to play things like that police 24 7 where you're moving around and you know shooting even though they haven't re-released it for that they want to play games like super hot but ultimately i think there is still a market for people who want to play time crisis and vr can't replicate that because that roller coaster style movement will make people chunder like mad mm-hmm. so I, I i've yeah i agree vr um is a, is an improvement for sure but um i still think that there's there's love for light guns i'll tell you what as well i again off topic a little bit here but house of the dead scarlet dawn i'm i i i, compl- I, I always tell this story as well so i completed uh house of the dead scarlet dawn before the majority of sega got to play it <laughs> so i went to, i went to a uh, um a an arcade show in london uh where, where they basically show off their arcade machines to 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 you know theme park owners and and uh you know amusement owners bowling alley you know um, owners and stuff like that and they had house of the dead scarlet dawn there and uh me and games you love just sat there and fully played through the game completed it and then about yeah. i think it was like a week or two later i went up to sega and i said oh by the way, I've just uh, I completed Scarlet Dawn last weekend or whatever it was. And they went, wow, what was it like? It was mental that they hadn't even played it um, <laughs> themselves. It was insane. I'm saying they. I only spoke to a few people there, obviously, but yeah, they hadn't played it. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah, it was a big deal. Um, and I tell you what, that game is so good. So they do this thing. Um, so you're 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 sitting in a sort of like sort of a mini caravan sort of <laughs> dock. You know, you, you've seen them with the shooting games of Transformers and Ghostbusters and a few other ones in Jurassic Park. But you sit mm. down on your little thing and you shoot and you've got the cloaks behind you. But whenever the zombie gets really close and he actually does get you, it blows air really quickly on your face and it makes you, like, shoot back. It's very cool. 
it's very very cool like the first time that happened it fully made me jump i was like whoa i actually felt that that when the zombie got to me i was like that's clever that's so so clever um Ah uh, yeah, Scarlet Dawn is fantastic. You're definitely not going to get the same experience if they bring it into the into the home. Um, oh mate, I, I, I want to play some House of the Dead now. It's such a good series. I love House of the Dead too. Uh, I had a lot of fun with what was it? Obviously Scarlet Dawn. Um, I think three was on the original Xbox, uh, but I think four was when I really got back into it again. And obviously the 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 the, the Grindhouse ripoff ones as well. They were good fun. Uh, I, I love me some House of the Dead. Such a good series. Well up for playing more House of the Dead. <laughs> great series, great series. Right, anyway, uh, enough reminiscing, enough reminiscing. Let's get on to, have we got one more topic? We do, don't we? We do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Let's talk about Jam GG, yeah. formerly known as Pi Packer, which has probably overtaken the Wii in, in, in terms of the worst naming of a console. Well, it's obviously not coming out now, but like the worst naming of a console or of a service going, Pie Packer. Uh, a very obscure name uh, for a what is essentially like Antstream, uh, but for a bit more of a selective uh, selection of games. Um, beautiful, beautiful service. I've played through it myself. I really, really enjoyed it. But the, the real exciting thing about this is they were going to be releasing a very obscure looking console. Yeah. Um, which basically would have interchangeable little bits of plastic that would go into the cartridge slot. And then you would be able to put on your own uh, cartridge, whether that be Mega Drive, Super Nintendo, whatever, you know, uh, adapter you would have. You would then put a dome over that. It, it yeah. kind of looks like the, the Rick and Morty gun, just without a handle. Yeah. And um, yeah, then you would basically use that to, to play online. Now, it would work. There's no doubt in my mind that this would work. It would 100% work because they've already got this up and running uh, on the, like I say, they, they changed the name to Jam Jam.gg, um, which is better, yeah. not great, better, not great name, but better. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you can throw your own ROMs in there. And as long as they've got a multiplayer option, uh, from my experience, it works. It works. So this would just be playing. Like I, I've I've got clone consoles down there. You put your own cartridge on, but you're still just essentially playing a ROM on a clone console, and that's essentially what this would do. So there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that it would work. Um, uh, it, it surprises me they didn't go down the route of just partnering up with someone like the the clone console I have, which is the what is it? I always forget the name. The, the Retro Freak. It, it would do the same thing. You know, plug it into your PC. Hey, now you're playing Pi Packer games online. Yeah. And then there's also, um, let's not forget as well, that there are cartridge readers out there for PC. That's how majority of people dump their games mm -hmm. onto, uh, you know, for, for emulation, that you can buy them from AliExpress. They're not exactly expensive. And this was That's just right. a consoleized version of that. Um, not, not, even, not even consoleized because it still requires a PC to essentially run the game. This was just to read, read the cartridge inputs as well as... Uh, the cartridges themselves so it's it's fully fu fully feasible feasible the issue is is that they've only gone and cancelled the thing um uh, based on the uh, some issues with manufacturing they've they decided to pull the plug before things got too expensive yeah and uh, normally this would be a point where we'd be going oh look at this this is this was a scam or it's, it's not going right but true to their word uh, and we've got a couple of t a couple of people here to attest. I, I yep. quail 
um, who is a regular on the podcast, um, he is a backer um and he's re- started to receive his refund and i can see ninja kitty over ninja on YouTube. kitty as well yeah got and his well, uh, it's- refund zero issues it's just a thing this is happening here's your refund um yeah. and fair play this is a small company um i've spoken to them in the past in their very very early days i think just before this was announced it was one of our earlier big topics that we managed to get for the uh, slopes cast if i remember correctly it was um, yeah yeah, we we I think we were the person that broke the uh, uh, the the news on the game, their 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 Bomberman type game um, that they they had. I'll send um, you in if I. That recall. was it. Yeah, that was it. Um, but yeah, it was that it, it, they are refunding now. When Google do this, obviously they have a much bigger install base, so they have a lot more money to refund. And yeah, I got my refund recently for Pac Man, um, the, the game I bought on the on the service. Um, surprisingly, not for. The other one, though, it doesn't matter that I, I got the controllers free. It's fine. I'm really not that upset about it. Uh, but you can you can expect Google to do it because they're an endless pot of money. But so did these guys. They they yeah. did refund their money um, because a lot of the people that backed this uh, potentially would be backing it for the console uh, uh, part of the uh, uh, you know uh, for, for, the, for the for the console itself. So. Let's see what happens with this moving forward because the service itself is still operational, uh, jam.gg, and it works very nicely. Um, hopefully, this isn't the end for them. I hope this isn't the first uh, step into them, you know, going under um, gracefully as well. Like I say, they've given their refunds. Yeah. But the um, service is still going. It's, yeah. It's let, let's just hope it does continue. GG. Yeah. Let's hope yeah. it continues. It isn't the start of, like I say, the, the, the end of jam.gg whatever you want yeah so just just reading out the statement just for uh, for everyone's visibility and clarity uh we've come to the painful conclusion that we can't possibly deliver the pie reader in the way it deserved after a long year full of unexpected drawbacks we all remember by now covid the global shortages microchips insane pricing inflation and factory delays reached unmanageable levels the initial budget was suddenly multiplied by three and the production time more than doubled after months of exploration to find a workaround like so many other companies out there we simply could not get a satisfying delivery time and price for a product we felt confident about we have decided to do the right thing take a financial hit and proceed with a full refund we're sorry for bearing such news and your faith in the product has been legendary we'll never forget it and i think this is like a somewhat classy way of doing things because yeah covid was a massive hit um so was the shipping pressures so was you know the microchip shortage which were all very real things and i know people like to scoff and you know laugh at it when it comes to the likes of the amico and other companies that um that encountered it we all saw the droughts in stock on ps5 xbox series x we saw you know companies essentially battling each other over exclusivity on access to chips because they were so scarce um it was just it was just an absolute bum fight at the end of the day and um ultimately it's uh it, it it's it's in, it's ended up with this. Um, I Quail has just um, shared some some notes. Uh, would you like to come on the on the microphone, I Quail, and uh, and talk talk us through those? Let's see if uh, if he's still around. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I'll 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 start reading, and then if I Quail hears this, uh, he can come up. He can come on the microphone and and talk it through. Oops. So, hello, hello. And, and, and for people that are listening in, I, I'm just playing on jam.gg. It's been a long time since yep. I've tried it, so I thought I'd actually do a live 
try and see if it works. I'm a member of their Discord, so I thought I'd just jump in and see how it goes. But carry on. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah, so do you want to read through what you've sent us and then, uh, you know, the, the the world can hear it? <laughs> the world. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I just made some notes. So the, the Kickstarter page is, is basically gone now. You can't find it. It's not. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so it, even though I backed it, it's not in my uh, backed project section. That, that's that's gone. So I, th- I think I managed to find it in a roundabout way. Um, because I've been refunded, I'm not classed as a backer anymore. So right. I can't actually see the uh, backer uh, reports, whatever they call them, updates. Interesting. Um, I, I'm guessing that's more of a Kickstarter thing, though, right? No, they, they they can personally ask to be uh, removed. I've I've had it before. <laughs> I actually had it. Um, if people want to look it up, if you look at one of my old videos, I did a Star Wars uh, kick scammer video, uh, and the guy that uh, was basically reselling off the shelf products as a loot crate this thing uh I, I called him out like what are you doing you know and and he actually got the uh kickstarter completely taken down because of what i did oh wow um, yeah so that's a, that's a thing i don't that's think i've ever told that story so there you go you just said little behind the scenes kicks thing. i am noticing lag by the way on this um only slightly to be fair i am streaming you know i've got lots going on but it, it, there is a definite when i push the button you do notice it ever so slightly it's there yeah. you know just being honest and what I can see. Go ahead, go ahead, Arquell. Sorry, carry on, mate. Yeah, um, they, they said they've refunded everyone uh, across the board, regardless of what they've backed. That's um, some good. That's bloody good of them. Yeah, that, that seems to be the case as well. Because uh, I was talking to Mike in Discord the other day, and I think he posted um, he posted a picture that he had a refund, even though it was only like a dollar. But didn't you have like um, a uh, didn't didn't you get like a partial refund for yours though? If I recall, when we. Were talked yesterday or did you get your full full money back yeah i haven't yet so the, the it they took the payment through kickstarter for the bulk of it um and then a couple of weeks later i think it was i've not got the date in my notes but the um they used uh, um like an intermediary and um, to all right like back a kit or something like that is the one yeah yeah um and so they took um I think it was like international shipping or something. I think they're in France. Mm. Um, so they took another $37 or something it was, I think, for, for shipping. Um, because I got the uh, the Pi Reader, I think I got two adapters, and I got uh, Xeno Crisis as well. Well, in, in fit, that, that's what I ordered, if you know what I mean. Obviously, I didn't get it. Uh, yeah. So I've had so the, the Kickstarter one, which is the, which is the bulk of the bulk of the thing, which is the, the main one. Um, I've had that refunded. So, Sort of, even if the other stuff doesn't come through, I'm not going to cry over it. I'm, I'm most of the way there. Um, yeah, um, I see that you've also. Um, so one of the good things that came out of this, just reading from your notes here, um, yeah. people who got the premium, uh, like premium membership, gets to keep that. Wasn't yes. that like something like really, really expensive for like a lifetime thing? That you know, as a perk yeah. of the Kickstarter. If you bought it separately, it was it was quite expensive. Uh, it was like sixty odd dollars, I think, on its own, something like that. I can't remember. Um, but if you got the Pi Reader, it was part of the it was part of the service. You bought the the, the hardware and you bought like lifetime access to. Yeah. But they've because I had that, they've said that I get to keep that, which is which is which is quite cool. To be fair, they could have just taken it away completely. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good thing. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Good. Um, 
seem pretty cool about it crossed my mind that they have essentially used the kickstarter as an interest-free loan one of the things that you brought up iquail yesterday yeah. um iquail is a regular by the way everyone so that's why I'm kind of talking to yeah go on so now. i've got a question on this actually yeah, yeah go on. is um the conversion fees because you yep. live in the uk dollars have changed quite a bit in the two years oh, well in my notes i think it was may i think it may 2001 maybe it was funded yep yeah and the exchange rate back to pounds isn't as great as it was um no. so yeah you kind of lost a little bit there as well which is yeah, which taken into consideration with these things yeah it, it, it's a, i knew it was a risk back in it but it seemed a, a fairly yeah safe one at the time so and, if we've only lost if i get the 37 dollars in shipping i've lost interest rate i'm, I'm not again i'm not cry over yeah. it and that's 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 also that's all things that people need to take into consideration i think you've just raised a really good point at any point when you back something on kickstarter and this isn't said enough you're not pre-ordering no you're not you're not buying a product you're buying for the potential for that product to exist yeah. and that at no point are you guaranteed anything like anything close to your pledge um you know that the reward that's in your pledge so you've got to take that into consideration um yeah. and that's you know that's that's the risk with things like this but that's also why this this whole resolution um you know the pie reader not coming to be is you know it's very uncharacteristic of kickstarter because yep. i think most other kickstarters probably 90 percent of them he wouldn't have got anything back because mm -hmm. they clearly tried they clearly tried to make this a reality. They had a prototype. They, had, they fulfilled all of the requirements that are needed to make that Kickstarter go live. Um, or, you know, or Kickstarter or Indiegogo. In this case, they've just, they've just turned around and said, right, you can, um, you can get your refund, which is, again, very unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, in, in a few of the updates we talked about, I think they had to make some design changes from the initial um prototype they had when they, they launched it because I, I i believe from from sort of kick videos and stuff you're supposed to have a prototype or whatever when you um when you set it up so i think they had that and they had found issues with it and then they tried to modify it then sort of obviously as we got sort of deeper into the pandemic they, they mentioned a few times they were struggling mm -hmm. uh, and like you said like I, I, the, to be fair to them they have give it back um you know can't knock them for that like you know got to keep the the lifetime premium membership again can't knock them for that um but there, there are other projects that are similar like uh, you mentioned the, like especially for the game boy uh i think there's one found it was always called gb operator and stuff like that i've seen that mentioned on for the youtube video so similar products are kind of out there already yeah yeah this was just like a proprietary system to work specifically with pipacker slash jam.gg so um it was just a nice trinket if anything like a, a token consoleized thing that worked with that service so you had to be invested in the service anyway it sounds to me like you you still are in a way yeah i don't i don't use it as as much as i as i intended um but i intended to use it with my own cartridges <laughs> So it was so I, could, so I could use my own saves, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've just moved away because I'm just signing in. I'll move it back. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. The, the, only, the only thing I'd say is you, you mentioned sort of you're not buying anything. You, you're buying for the potential. I would sort of argue you're not investing either. Like I've seen people argue this sort of the other way as well. Yeah. I, I didn't invest in the company. You know, it's not like a, you know, if it had gone, if it had gone well, I wasn't going to make a profit on it or anything. Like, at the end of the day, I wouldn't have offered the money 
if if I didn't think I was getting something in return, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. So so in this in this scenario, I'm, I'm happy with the way it went. It was it was it had gone on longer than I sort of they said and then I sort of anticipated. Um, I'd found other things oh. that do that were similar, um, not through the the emulation to the the thing, but you know, the analog pocket and and you know some other systems that sort of sort of scratch the itch, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so in in the end, I'd sort of moved past it a little bit. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of glad in a way that you know back to square one, if you know what I mean. I've got my money back. They've moved on and sort of ha- happy with that. Okay, yeah. I to get this to work. I was trying to load my own ROM. It's not having it. Yeah. We need uh we need the 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 slopes cast gain on that and uh, see whether we can get like I, a... I, I was going to quickly try and find that I just got a Horizon Zero Dawn demo for the Game Boy uh, like a little itch.io thing that I found but uh, it doesn't seem to want to load for some reason yeah <laughs> no worries I've, I've used to bring your own game stuff before and I don't think I've ever had a problem I, I have tried it but it was a long time ago and it just it worked straight out yeah, yeah. use like ROM hacks and stuff and it, 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 it did work Try one more. Oh, hang on. Vitas Farnas is still waiting on his refund from a certain Finnish dude. Uh, yeah. I can't possibly think of who you mean. <laughs> oh, hang on. It is loading up. Here we go. Maybe it just doesn't like that ROM I was trying. Uh, I was doing it a different way. That was just GB, and this is a zip file. Hmm. So uh, not a good one go. to test it, but... Uh... We'll give it a go. Give it a go. But yeah, no thanks. Thanks for sharing that, Iquail. I think that's really interesting. So um, it's it's always good to like hear both sides of like the the Kickstarter story, and it's also nice like people are recognizing that um, you know what Kickstarter actually is these days, rather than thinking of it as like the Ouyah. You know, when that came out, it's oh, it's a brand new console, and it's yeah. you know it's going to be the next the second coming of hacker devices, and then suddenly everyone loses interest as soon as they receive it um mm-hmm. but yeah it's 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 all good isn't it it's it's one of those things i mean i currently i i, I don't back an awful lot on kickstarter um i, I kind of it's been a long time since i've backed anything in honesty yeah i mean yeah. It, it seems pretty commonplace for like a kickstarter project to be delayed I've, i think it's more of like yeah. you know you, you kind of that that comes with the territory i don't think i've ever had or seen anything that's like been delivered on time yeah. currently i've got um a pledge down on like some playing cards um i don't know if anyone's heard of an artist called 1000 um he does a lot of like street slash graffiti art and i'm a big fan of his um he's done this big project he did, did it on youtube uh showing the process of him making it he's a he's a well he's a talented creator he sells merchandise all the time so he knows how to put a project like this together i trust him right. i trust him completely and he is delivering um but it's also one of the things he's been hit with manufacturing delays out of the wazoo he should have del- it should have been delivered like by christmas this year or you know like i think even like in july actually yeah it was supposed to be a six month turnaround it was never going to happen i think people pretty much recognized that that was the case and he's uh-huh. currently struggling to hit christmas this year um he's he's definitely not done that now because well i'm in the uk and he's got to ship it from the us not going to happen but i i've got every reason to believe we'll receive you know the decks that we've ordered um but it's always interesting to see how these things go um I know I get a lot of questions from my wife who, you know, co-pledged with me um, saying, where are the cards? Where are the cards? 
because we're waiting to put that art on our wall because he signed it and everything is like oh god <laughs> it's one of those things this is kickstarter jade you know it's just this is it <laughs> this is it, is it. yeah it to. takes so long sometimes for stuff to come through it really does um but there we go uh what we're gonna do now guys we're gonna end it but um thank you so much for hanging out i've just tried several games there of bring your own game on uh, jam.gg and it just it wasn't having it so uh it obviously isn't as up and running as much as uh it was when yeah. i first tried it or perhaps the roms aren't correct i mean I, I, everything i'm trying is stuff taken from itch.io they're not proper roms but i don't see why that would make a difference uh either way it's not working um uh but yeah the last slopes cast of 2022 you've just heard it uh we're coming back next year Big, bright, and beautiful new new intro. Potentially a new song. We don't know. We'll see. Potentially and, uh, a new Grizzly. No, no, it's still going to be me. It's still going to be you. It's still yeah. you. <laughs> what are you hoping for for Christmas, Grizz? I am hoping for peace and love on Earth. Yeah, um, <gasps> gen- genuinely, I haven't got anything under the tree, but uh, no. I'm 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 just happy to uh, be spending it with my daughter. So it's yeah. it's going to be great. I I, I realized um today that my, my family kept asking me to tell them what games i want for christmas which is always a hard thing to do because i always just get the games i want or they you know they get sent to me or whatever you know i just buy them um so there ain't a lot uh and, and plus when i look on my shelf i've got games from like the last couple of christmases that they bought me that i still not take that you know played yet i've still got to play shadow of the tomb raider uh kuma for the playstation 5 there's all these other games i have i've still got to put in there and play uh, and, and there I am downloading new games. I've got that high on life game I want to play. <laughs> you know? yeah. So um, even though I didn't give them one, I'm like, you know what? I think it's okay. I did say to them at one point, have a look down, look, look on my shelf. If you find a Japanese Mega Drive game that I don't have, buy it for me. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I own FIFA, the Japanese FIFA up there, which is the one of the more rare uh, FIFA games, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one to get uh i actually of got course. it quite cheap yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah um no I, I i have no idea i have no idea what's going to be under my tree so we'll have to see we'll have to see but anyway guys this is the end of the podcast thank you so much for hanging out um we're gonna we're gonna go now because that's what we do we're gonna go chill out in discord if you would like to come and join us please do feel free we're gonna be in there uh i'm gonna be editing up this episode so it goes out over the next week and uh, in segmented bits, and Grizzly's going to be putting it up on all the podcast services. As always, you can listen to us on all of those podcast services. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spotify's all that sort of stuff. Um, and and in case you're wondering, we don't get paid from any of these spot, um, uh, podcast things. So that's something we want to try and change for next year as well. Let's that'd see if we nice. can change that. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see we'll what put, we can do there. We'll put it back um, into the episodes. Promise. Yeah. Uh, well, Dan, I ain't buying you the Japanese version of Bart's Nightmare. That game is expensive. That's I actually silly. saw a copy of that recently. Uh, Virtual Bart. Yes, that's the yeah. one. I, mean, I think we were talking about it, weren't we? We found a copy and it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Like, um, I've, I've seen that game go for at least, like, I've, I've seen it go for about two and a half grand. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't like the, a mint copy by any stretch. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're going to go now because I'm going to go search some uh, games on japan-for-you.com uh it's always oh no that's not it what's what's the website where you where you get good import games is it jp for you j for you i think j for you sorry j for you.co.uk that's what we're going to go look at now over on um 
what's that place I go to? On Discord. Go and check us out. I'm just seeing here a bit of Alien Soldier. $682. Uh, mental money. $682-y dues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's uh, remove I, I the uh, sold. That's what we're going to go look at. So if you want to come join us, this is going to continue over on Discord. But until then, guys, this is DJ Slope signing out. I hope you have a great Christmas. Happy holidays, whatever it is you guys celebrate, and a happy new year. Um, we'll catch you later. Thank you very much for the support there, uh, Forest of Wires. Uh, and uh, Forest of Wires again. That's twice in a row. Thank you very much. We will catch you. Uh, I've spent so much time over the year watching Slope's gaming videos. Merry Christmas. Well, Wow, thank you very much. Very much. All a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Crazy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, all that good stuff. Just have yes. some good time. Absolutely. Have a good one, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co host, Grizzly Cryden. Recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward slash Slope's Game Room at 9 pm UK time, 1 pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4 pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us, then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on Discord at discord.gg forward slash Slopes Game Room. And until next time, guys, this is DJ Slope signing out, and hopefully I'll see you all next time.